How's this, Mickey? I'm pretty sure this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What's that? Hand off his box, the box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay. It's Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food. Good evening. Every Thursday at 6.30, it's like this. This is Mike. Today, it's food and movies and fried eggs on sidewalks, general confusion and hallucinations brought on by heat exposure. Now, you'll want to know this is good news. The temperature has fallen. Last hour was 99 degrees with a heat index of 113. Now in Ann Arbor, it's all the way down to 97 with a heat index of 107. That's good news. I was just out there among the folks in the Ann Arbor Art Fair. And uh, at one moment, they started looking like people. The next moment, they looked kind of like a bunch of uh, hot tamales in Hawaiian print shirts and skirts and things. And it was kind of disconcerting until I realized that they looked kind of delicious. Yeah. And then I thought, so am I. So, well, I started to run, and then suddenly I heard the music of Robert Johnson in my head, and everything was all right. Yes, she got myself. Hot the red hot. Yes, she got myself. I got a good such a long and tall. She sleeps in the kitchen with a piece in the hall. Hot the mother than the red hot. Yes, she got up for sale, I mean. Yes, she got up for sale, yeah. Hot the mother than the red hot. Yes, she got up for sale. Hot the mother than the red hot. Yes, she got up for sale. She got two foot nickels that four foot time. Yes, 
much money than the red heart. Yes, she got up for sale, I mean. Yes, she got up for sale, yeah. Hot the money than the red heart. Yes, she got up for sale, it's too hot, boy. Hot the money than the red heart. Yes, I she got up for sale. You know, the monkey not a fair fool playing in the grave with a monkey stuck a fair, oh, good cup, yes, now. Hot the money than the red heart. Yes, she got up for sale, I mean. Yes, she got up for sale, yeah. Oh yeah, thank you, Robert Johnson. They're red hot, hot tamales. They're walking around town. Are they drinking water? This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food, and uh, it's it's I'm it's 97 degrees. Did I say that? And 107 heat index. Well, this is the kind of time you'd probably want to spend in an air-conditioned movie theater, and so we're going to have some songs from movies or about movies, all that coincidentally have to do with food in one way or the other. In the meantime, just what is the temperature to fry an egg on the sidewalk? You're probably thinking that as you lie on the ground and say, why, why? Well, 158 degrees Fahrenheit. That's what an egg needs. An egg needs a temperature of, it needs a little love, and it needs a temperature of 158 degrees to become firm. And so that's how you would fry an egg on the sidewalk. Or you can go to Oatman, Arizona. It's a town named after an oat, which is very inspiring. If you go to a search engine and look up Oatman, Arizona Egg Frying Contest, well, you wouldn't believe what you'd find. But Oatman, Arizona has a sidewalk egg frying contest every 4th of July. What could be more American? What could make me more proud? It warms my heart, not that it needs it today. It's held on July 4th at high noon on the downtown streets of Oatman along Old Route 66. There are also Old West gunfights, wild burrows roaming the streets, food, entertainment, and more. Note, only solar heat may be used to fry the eggs, and there is a 15-minute time limit. No blowtorches. That would be quicker, though. So it says here on the Oatman, Arizona website, our wild burrows come and go as they please. This is good to know. There's usually about a dozen of them that show up in town looking for a handout from the tourists. You're welcome to feed them, but please use caution. While they seem tame, they are wild and accidents can happen. Carrots can be purchased in several of the local shops, but please refrain from feeding them junk food such as candy, or bread, or any other foods that would be considered bad for our boroughs. Under the category of foods that would be considered bad for our boroughs, there is no information, so you'll have to use your imagination. But, frying an egg on the sidewalk, if you go to the website for Oatman, well, here you do, you punch in, in into a search engine, Oatman, Arizona Egg Frying Contest, there's a brief little animation featuring Egbert S. Benedict and the Texas Scrambler. That's right. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's all true. This may be the theme from the Ann Arbor Art Fair. Not not recognized, perhaps, by several of the art fairs, but maybe the other ones grudgingly do. This is the great Shaky Jake, remembering Shaky Jake and something quite delicious. Have bacon. Hold on down the skeet. If you put the meat in the skillet. The bait frogging on down the line. All the hooker burger baby frog together. As they float on down the lane. Call it that bacon, that bacon song. When everybody minds the song of tomorrow. 
song that explains itself. That is Fat Bacon by Shaky Jake. Thank you, Shaky Jake, for everything. Come on by again sometime, why don't you? We could use you, huh? It's Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. It's the Ann Arbor Art Fair. Did I mention it's 97 degrees? Heat index of 107. I like saying that. There's something very exciting about that, and I think I'm going to be really disappointed when it slips down to 90 over the weekend. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle that after all this excitement, but... More about eggs. See, frying eggs on the sidewalk. It needs 150 degrees to do that. But what about Eggs Benedict? We talked earlier about Eggbird S. Benedict at the Oatman, Arizona Egg Frying Contest website. Well, the original Eggs Benedict, according to foodtimeline.org, dates back to 1894, according to one story. It's said that a hungover Wall Streeter, and there are a lot of those these days, a hungover Wall Streeter named Lemuel Benedict made his way along the buffet table at the newly opened Waldorf Astoria, 5th Avenue and 34th Street. Slapping bacon and poached eggs on buttered toast, then topping the lot with hollandaise. Later, the Waldorf's formidable maitre d'hôtel, I have scrambled that name, I think I've fricasseed it, sorry, maitre d'hôtel, Oscar Cherky, not jerky, not fat bacon, fine-tuned the recipe, substituting English muffins for toast and Canadian bacon for ham. A second legend, however, attributes Eggs Benedict to Delmonico's and Mrs. Legrand Benedict, a regular there. Finding nothing to her liking one day, Mrs. Benedict huddled with the maitre d'hôtel and explained to him how to pronounce that, who concocted the combo now known as Eggs Benedict. Which story is true? No one knows. But by 1912, Eggs Benedict had become so famous, Underwood Deviled Ham built an ad campaign around its own unorthodox version. Underwood Deviled Ham. Doesn't that sound good in a 97-degree day? Um, So that information was on foodtimeline.org. And speaking of movie theaters, as I was hallucinating about earlier, the Harry Potter movie's out, the last Harry Potter movie's out, and a couple of scary guys are putting a charm on me so I'm not able to talk complete sentence. Now, a couple of guys call themselves Harry and the Potters. I went to see him at the Dreamland Theater last year, and I was one of the only people in this in the audience who was not a 13-year-old girl, maybe 11-year-old. I was not that either, but I felt strangely of another universe, older, an older species. But um, Harry and the Potters have such songs as Let's Drink to Aragog, which is a touching song about the giant spider Aragog, who is Hagrid's pet. If those of you who've never watched Harry Potter are trying to understand, put on your your nerd glasses, you'll be able to see us much better. And another song, by the way, was Maybe Creature Will Bring Me a Sandwich. Maybe Creature Will Bring Me a Sandwich. If I say it twice, it'll make more sense. Creature was a house elf, not a very nice one, and their song went a little something like this. 
Maybe it would be kind of hard to tell the difference from one song to the next, but this is not Maybe Creature Will Bring Me a Sandwich. And perhaps we'll bring that to you later. I know you're thinking, no, we're all set. That's okay. That would have been Harry and the Potters and something else. Anyway, this is Pandora's Lunchbox, and you know you want to hear another song by them, don't you? Yes, you do. And this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. At 7 o'clock, Arwolf will help us to face the music. And I just heard a sinister laugh of Arwolf coming into the room. Is that a sinister laugh I hear? Nah. Nah, I didn't think so. Arwolf, loving of the art fair, has is going to have a gentle and respectful homage to the art fair, most likely. One that respects especially the people who make crockery and other things during the art fair. And so we'll hear that at 7 o'clock this evening. So... This is still Pandora's lunchbox in spite of everything, but one thing you should know about eggs, eggs frying on the sidewalk is kind of a theme going on here. In ancient Roman times, Apicius includes several recipes for eggs in his cookbook, including one for eggs mixed with milk. Here we go. It's milk, oil, honey, and pepper fried like a pancake. That actually sounds pretty good. Personally, If there are any ancient Romans out there and I'm pronouncing that name wrong, just text me, okay? That should be pretty easy to do, I think. Now, another thing about eggs. Um, this is from the National Institutes of Health. This is a press release from them. There's an NIH-funded study of animal eggs, which reveals a major role for metal. And uh, I don't see any references to Black Sabbath in here, but that might be an interesting uh, opportunity for a, a ritual if you're interested in something a little different. <laughs> Um, Anyway, here it goes. At fertilization, a massive release of the metal zinc appears to set the fertilized egg cell on the path to dividing and growing into an embryo, according to the results of animal studies supported by the National Institutes of Health. The zinc discharge follows the egg cell's steady accumulation of zinc atoms in the developmental stages before fertilization. I did not know this. The researchers documented the discharge by bathing the eggs in a solution that gives off light when exposed to zinc. They referred to the zinc discharge in the accompanying light flash as zinc sparks. The discovery of egg cells' massive intake and later release of zinc defines a new role for this element in biology, says Luis de Paolo of the National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. We anticipate the findings will one day lead to information useful for the treatment of infertility as well as the development of new ways to prevent fertilization from occurring. The study's authors suggest that zinc acts as a switch, turning off the process of cell division while the egg matures and turning it on again after fertilization. These findings suggest that zinc is essential for developing a healthy egg and ultimately a healthy embryo, says Teresa Woodruff, Ph.D., one of the article's senior authors. The researchers observed egg cells from mice and from monkeys in the study. 
And we're going to have some great uh, mice and monkey egg recipes in just a moment. But first, we're going to try this Harry and the Potters thing again. I think this is going to be Maybe Creature Will Bring Me a Sandwich. much more musical than the last one. That is Harry and the Potters and Maybe Creature Will Give Me a Sandwich from the album Harry and the Potters. Yes, you can take your nerd glasses off now. You don't have to understand us anymore. This is Pandora's Lunchbox and Martha Reeves recently turned 70. Uh, One of the queens of Motown recently turned 70 years old. And, you know, I could play Heat Wave by Martha and the Vandellas. That would be pretty uh, understandable under the circumstances. But there was a song she did that if I stretch it just so in the heat, it might end up sounding like a song about food. It went a little something like this. No, wait, I think it didn't. I think it went a little something like uh, like this. And you're lazy Just like that hound dog daisy I had when grandma raised me Honey child When granny got too old to scorn me Dear old auntie warned me Your show was no good for me Honey child But your kiss is sweeter than the cake That grandma used to bake All them sweet little things about you Yeah. 
Thank you, Martha and the Vandellas. Thank you, Martha Reeves, who is now 70. Hooray. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture and whatever else I could scrape out of the the pot right now. Uh, We've talked a little about food and movies. We had Harry and the Potters, Maybe Creature Give Me a Sandwich, which is not from the original soundtrack of anything. Um, This from charliechaplin.com, though, one of the classic eating scenes in a movie. This is about the gold rush, that great movie. The historic horrors of the starving 19th century pioneers inspired the sequence in which Charlie and his partner Big Jim, played by Max Swain, are snowbound and ravenous. Wouldn't that be nice right now? Charlie cooks and eats his boot. He eats his boot, puts a black boot on the table, and starts to eat it with knife and fork, with all the airs of a gourmet. In the eyes of the delirious Jim, meanwhile, Charlie Chaplin is transformed into a chicken, which is a triumph for both the cameraman who had to affect the elaborate trick work entirely in the camera, and for Chaplin, who magically becomes a bird. For one shot, another actor took a turn in the chicken costume, but it was just not suitable. It had to be Charlie Chaplin. Nobody else had Chaplin's gift for metamorphosis. And the scene where the lone prospector and Big Jim have a boot for the supper, this scene took three days and 63 takes to suit the director, who also happened to be Charlie Chaplin. The boot was made of licorice, which is how he could eat a boot, and Chaplin was later rushed to hospital suffering insulin shock. The boot was made by the firm of Hillabies in Pontefract, West Yorkshire, England. Pontefract is famous for growing licorice, growing wickowish. This is about the time of the show when I start talking baby talk and start talking like Elmo Fudd. Pontefract is famous for growing wickowish and making it into palm fouet Pontefract cakes. So that's the story of Charlie Chaplin and the Gold Rush. Nearly as high on the cinematic scale as Charlie Chaplin Goldmush. Goldmush. <laughs> okay, it's 97 degrees in my head, and that's what's happening. Meanwhile, this other fine movie, nearly as high as the Gold Rush on cinematic lists, is this movie that contains this Elvis Presley song. Gather round and listen to that bongo sound. Grab the first one in your reach. Now we're gonna shake the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the clam, do the clam. Grab your barefoot baby by the hand. Turn and tease, hug and squeeze. Dig right in and do the clam. Can't get your heart to spin On the outside looking in Moon ain't gonna last all night Well, let's work up an appetite Do the clam, do the clam Grab your backward baby by the hand Turn and tease, hug and squeeze Dig right in and do the clam
got that beat. Everybody's got a Listen to those happy feet. Happy feet. Ain't you glad that you found out? What the clown is all about. Thank you, Pat, by the way, for calling and reminding me that Do the Clam was written by Dolores Fuller, girlfriend of Ed Wood. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you, Elvis Presley, for doing the clam for all of us. Just enough time to let you know that the Michigan Brewers Guild has their summer beer festival in Riverside Park in Ypsilanti this Friday and Saturday. And to remind you that if you're going to fry an egg on the sidewalk, it requires 158 degrees to make the egg firm. Let's wrap it up with some beer. Now, let's have another beer. Let's have another beer. This is our The Comedian Harmonists. Thank you very much for listening to Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a while, and our will help us to face the music in just a moment. Keep on listening and have another beer. Kinder, kommt und seid gemütlich, jetzt ist es gerade so nett. Kinder, kommt und seid doch friedlich, tanken könnt ihr euch im Bett. Ich hab noch das Geld für die Miete bei mir, der Hauswirt kann warten, Herr Ober, ein Bier. Erst trinken wir noch ein, erst trinken wir noch ein, und dann gehen wir noch nicht nach Hause. Erst trinken wir noch ein, erst trinken wir noch ein, und dann machen wir eine Pause. Und in der Pause, da essen wir ne Wurst, denn nach so ne Wurst kriegt man immer wieder so Dann trinken wir noch ein, dann trinken wir noch ein, und dann gehen wir noch nicht nach Hause. Bier her, Bier her, oder ich fall um. Kinder, ach, wie schön war's früher, da hat man doch noch gelebt. Heut kommt der Gerichtsvollzieher, der blaue Vögelchen klebt. Doch schleppt er auf weg unser Prachtgrammophon. Das Lied, worauf ankommt, das kennen wir ja schon. Jetzt trinken wir noch ein, jetzt trinken wir noch ein, und dann gehen wir noch nicht nach Hause. Jetzt trinken wir noch ein, jetzt trinken wir noch ein, und dann machen wir eine Pause. Und in der Pause, da ist mir eine Wurst, denn nach so einer Wurst kriegt man immer wieder durch. Hm. Dann trinken wir noch ein, dann trinken wir noch ein, und dann gehen wir noch nicht nach Hause. Trinken wir noch ein, 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 trinken wir noch ein
CBN FM Ann Arbor Face the Music Michigan is taken over by increasing numbers of people from out of town who use Ann Arbor to sell increasing numbers of things to increasing numbers of other people from out of town. Money flows through town like excrement through a tin horn. <laughs> 